everyone. Welcome to uh, Tuesday Talk and um, it's great to be with you again on these broadcasts as ever. And uh, if you're watching this live or the recorded version, uh, uh, do what you always do. Uh, put the thumbs up, uh, make a comment, uh, put it onto your page. Um, if you're watching the uh, YouTube version, well, please subscribe to the channel. We need your subscription. And when I ask for subscription, I am not asking for any money. Uh, that's not how it works. All it means is that you press that subscribe button and notification and you will get these broadcasts as frequently as they come. Anyway, it's really good to be with you today and I want to share some thoughts or continue to share some thoughts on Jesus's famous sermon that called the Sermon on the Mount or the Beatitudes. And do you remember we talked about uh, what Beatitudes means and really I just simplified it. Maybe I oversimplify things sometimes, but I just simplified it by saying, it's the attitudes to be having. They're kingdom values, they're kingdom attitudes. And the, these are powerful verses. Some people put these, the Sermon on the Mount, into the future saying, oh, it's impossible to keep it. It's impossible. It'll only be happening in the, in the future kingdom. But Jesus' hearers would have understood and would have wanted to uh, practice these things. So it, let me read it as we read last time and read the verses. And uh, so it's in Matthew 5. You want to turn to that. I'm reading from the English Standard Version today. I chop and change with the, the translations. Uh, one, just to say why I do that. Uh, one uh, Bible uh, teacher many years ago. He said, "There's much as if you can try and learn the original Greek, uh, biblical Greek, and uh, Aramaic and Hebrew, if you can. But <laughs> that's not everybody's uh, thing, you know. I've never really studied Greek, and I'm not going to go into the jokes about I know a little Greek and all of that. Uh, but I do know that, um, that what he then said was." that if you don't, can't do that, try and read as many translations as possible. And that's what I've done over the years. I've read through uh, several translations from cover to cover because I want to know. Uh, I want to know what it means. I want to know what it means now. So you should have found it now. You should have found that text. So that was a bit of a waffle so that we could get to the Bible reading, which is Matthew 5. And we're going down just 10 verses of the Beatitudes. And it says, Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he was sat down, which was the position of a rabbi to teach, okay, uh, his disciples came to him. They came to him because they knew he was now positioned himself to teach him something. Uh, and so they wanted to get near the teacher because uh, he was worth listening to. And he is still worth listening to. And we can hear him speak to us through 
the word of God. How wonderful is that? And he says, he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Wow. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Wonderful words. Uh, last time we focused on blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We, we focused on it. It's, no, it's only when we know our poverty that we can know our true riches. It's only when we know our poverty we can know our true riches. So today we're focusing on the, the second beatitude. It says, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. I've titled this, blessed are the sad, for they will be glad. Blessed are the sad, for they will be glad. It's interesting, blessed are those who mourn. I want to say what he doesn't say. Blessed are those who moan. If that was the case, there'd be a lot of people that were blessed in my experience. And I don't want to be a moaner. Uh, I, want to be, I, I want to be those who, what part of those who rejoice and press into the, the kingdom of God. The blessed, it's not blessed are those who moan and groan. And blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Being, the word comforted means to be encouraged. So what is Jesus saying here? What is this? Well, what, what is our mourning? What is our lament? Well, the first and foremost is it, it connects with the verse before it. Because the verse before it says, blessed are those who are poor in spirit. When we know our poverty, uh, we will receive the kingdom of heaven when we know when so when as we go on from there as we lament over our own personal failures how many have failed of course we failed that's why jesus had to die on a cross to take away our sin and we can preach that gospel faithfully whether it's on the streets or whether it's in our pulpits in our churches whether it's through these means here. But unless we know we have that need, and, and then unless we lament or repent. To lament is to repent, is to see where we've fallen short. So that's where it starts. All have fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned. All of us. In my first church, 
I preached about we've all sinned and there was a lady who'd been coming to the church for, I don't know, weeks, months before, before I got there. And she left. She left disgusted that I should call her a sinner. <laughs> oh my. Blessed are those who lament over their own personal failings. But you know, as a believer, how many... If you're a believer and you're watching, have you failed? Have you fallen short? I have. Sometimes they've been little things. Sometimes it's a bit bigger. But you know, God get, gives us a get-out-of-jail-free card. You know that wonderful game of Monopoly and you get that card, you're in jail and then you get the card, get out of jail and you can get out. Well, God's given us that get out of jail free card and it is if we confess our sin, come on. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's a daily program we come we say lord i'm sorry i lament over my own personal failures but i believe it's further than that it's not just about me and my because we're not built to be on our own we're not built to be in isolation we were built to be part of community being linked to God, we're being linked to community, to the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. So we lament when we think of the suffering of others. When we think of those we know who are sick right now. When we think of those who are perhaps not in a good place with God. We lament. We lament for those we're praying for who have yet to come to know the Lord as we've come to know him. And have yet to come to know the wonderful, blessed assurance for all who trust in him. Jesus said, whoever comes to me by the, by the Father, will I won't cast out. And I don't know about you, but I lament over those I know. I lament I, for those around me, my neighbours, family members, or people we know who were on the fringe of the church and they're no longer in the church or whatever it is. But we lament. We're sad. And it's a sense of we pray for them. We carry them in our hearts but they shall be comforted. And God gives us that assurance and comfort to, to that we will see the prayers we're asking. Maybe, maybe you right now are uh, pray, facing some really, really difficult situation. And we know it's not God's will for people to, to be in sickness and suffering in this sense. We know people get sick. But we know it's not his perfect will. And so we lament to see his perfect will done. Spirit, soul and body. Come on. And we. The third one is that we lament. For the suffering world. In fact. The Bible says. 
all of creation, this is what Paul wrote, all of creation is groans for the adoption of the sons of God. What does that mean? It means that one day this is going to be wrapped up, this suffering, no more COVID, no more cancer, no more tears, no more sorrow, no more separation from God. And creation itself knows that and it groans in lament for the adoptions of the Son of God. One day Jesus will come back. Of course, in this time space now, when, this is when we have the opportunity to say yes to him, to lament over our own personal sin and to ask him to forgive us and ask him to help us to walk with him. When he comes back, it'll be too late for so many. So we, the whole of creation groans and laments. But blessed are the sad, for they will be glad. Will we bring our lament to God for ourselves, for the, are those around us, our church families, our natural families, for the lostness of the world, the terrible things that are going on, the atrocities, the persecutions, the injustices. We will be glad because we, we will see our prayers answered. It says, for they shall be comforted. I wonder if you've gotten some comfort out of this. I wonder if God is comforting you. Because as we turn to him, we receive the comfort. There's another title for the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. He comes. The love of God is shed abroad in heart by the Holy Spirit. He brings us the comfort that we need. May God comfort you. May God touch you right now. May he just, all those areas, those things that you're carrying, May he help you to lift them up to him. And yes, there's another, there's another day. You know, I love, let me just say this before I go. I just thought, thought of this. One of my favourite texts is Lamentations 3, verses 21, following to 23. And Jeremiah written it, wrote this in the midst of atrocity and failure. Is this our call to mind? Therefore, I have hope that the loving kindness, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies are new every day. His mercies are new. Bring your lament, but now you'll be comforted. I praise this God as has blessed you. And if it has, just get in touch. Message me. Put something on Facebook. And uh, together, and share it. And together, we'll get the message out. I'm going to pray. And wish you a good day. Father God, I thank you. I thank you that you've given us a get out of jail free card. And that is Jesus. And that card was printed with the blood of Jesus because of the cross of Jesus. 
because Jesus, you bore our sin on that cross. Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for everyone watching that you, Lord, that you will touch us. Teach us how to lament, but not stay in that lament, but to receive the comfort and the encouragement on a daily basis as we bring ourselves to your throne room, as we present our bodies as living sacrifices, as we seek to live for you and for your glory and the blessing of those around us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, God bless, friends, until...